Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast College Football Edition. Today, we are back with our weekly college football podcast, talking about the biggest week so far in the college football season that just went down. We got the captain with us, Mr. Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, I am great. I'm so ready to talk about what happened over the weekend. And then we got the anime expert, one of the founders, Mr. Cedric Ware. How are you doing today, sir? Doing well, sir. How are you? Good, good, good. This weekend was crazy, and it was the first time in a while that one of the biggest weekends in college football, we all actually got to watch the games together. Yeah, that was great watching it with you guys going to different restaurants in Cleveland. Definitely enjoyed enjoyed this college football weekend. So we got to see all the craziness together before we get into the craziness, because that's going to take over most of this podcast. We are a Buckeye show. We were on bye week. We have a game this week against Iowa. And uh, currently right now, it's big noon kickoff. Iowa's three and three, one and two in the Big Ten. Ohio State six and oh, three and oh in the Big Ten. Currently, Ohio State is a 29-point favorite against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Yes, we are. Sounds about right. You guys think we're going to win by 29? Like, what do you guys think? Obviously, their defense is their strength, but their offense cannot score. Their defense outscores their offense. Yeah, I was just looking over the stats before this podcast. Like, I was only scoring, like, 14.7 points per game. Mm-hmm. Which is insane because, like, from what they were doing last year to this year is a whole 180. Um, but their defense is their strength. So, I'm one excited to see how our offense matches up with their defense. Um, luckily, this is not at Iowa because the last time we played at Iowa, it did not go so well for our favorite Buckeyes. But I think this will be a good game. I if anything is going to be a trap game, it's going to be this one because we play Penn State the week after this. So hopefully we're not focused on facing Penn State and we're focusing on Iowa as a task at hand. Cedric, what do you think about this game? Iowa's good defensively. They suck offensively. They're low-key trash. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, we still, I still, we still have the best offense in the country, in my opinion. So... Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a possibility we could cover, especially after a week of rest. We're coming back fresh. Just honestly, my goal for them is just go out, punch them in the mouth real quick, remind them where they're at. This is Columbus football. So I think we could cover. I really do. I, I mean, our defense isn't, isn't a slouch either. I think we'll get to see some points off defense as well. So. Yeah, fuck the hot, fuck the hot guys, fuck them. Yeah, I agree. I think this is on. I honestly think this is an easy cover because once Ohio State's up fourteen zero, Iowa does not even have the firepower to come back from that. Unless only way they win is if that uh, game we played at Iowa is exactly the same this time. We're throwing pick sixes. Everything's going wrong, but I don't see that happening. I see this game being over by middle of the third quarter, and Stroud and everyone else is resting. Getting ready for that October 29th game against Penn State. And yeah, I mean, their quarterback only has two touchdowns, three picks. Yeah, he, their offense is not good. Like, their leading receiver doesn't even have any touchdowns. 
Yeah, so I think this game's going to be over real quick. It could be, uh, it could be forty-eight zero by halftime. So it could get ugly. Like if their defense does not save them, it will be a very yeah. ugly game. Yeah, I I could see I I could see this game being fifty-eight to three. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. They but, haven't really played anybody except for Michigan. Yeah, and that was their and that best, was week two. That was their best game. It was, but you're looking at it like they lost to Illinois nine to six. Yes, like, <laughs> like they're winning game. Like yeah, this is gonna get bad real quick. So I think it'll be like fifty, like fifty six, fifty eight to three. So, but that was that's it on the Buckeyes. So we get to the very end of this stuff. So. Where do we want to start? Do we want to start with the main event, or we want to start about the big game that disappointed? Uh, the big game that disappointed. We got to save the main event for last. Fair enough. Well, technically, it'd be second because they were the three thirty slot because the APM game changed things too. That's true. That is a very good point. So we'll go to the game that disappointed in terms of disappointing. Uh, we had number five Michigan versus number ten Penn State. Obviously, Frauds. both teams. obviously both teams are in the big 10 east so as buckeye fans we were watching this game very closely another big noon kickoff for michigan and michigan came out on top 41 to 17 this game got away from penn state after the third quarter because penn state it was 14 16 at halftime and then since halftime, it became bad. It just there was some plays there. I know there was a play that we saw where Penn State went for it on fourth down and it went right through the receiver's hands. And ever since he like when it went through him, that game was over. Yeah, it was a good pass, but the wide receiver for whatever reason could not catch it, and then Michigan literally ran it down their throats the entire game. And you just look at like Sean Clifford went seven for 19, 120 yards, no touchdowns. You, you, you're not, that's, that's why I always say with Penn State, if they don't have a quarterback, they like it's, that's you can't so do that. You, you can't. Yeah. And he's not a freshman. He's been there forever. He, he was also their leading rusher because obviously we saw that big run he had and he got caught mm-hmm. in the end. But Penn State scored on their defense. I mean, and then Michigan. Man, uh, we <laughs> we saw some things with Blake and Donovan. Donovan having 16 carries, 173 yards, two touchdowns. Blake having 28 carries, 166 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Cedric was talking about it when we were watching it together. We weren't even counting the quarterback, McCarthy. He had seven carries for 57 yards. CJ Strokes had four carries for 22 yards. Michigan as a team. Ran for 418 yards. That is insane. That is insane. Like, Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum was just busting Penn State's defense. Like, Donovan Edwards had a long one for 67 yards, which ended up being a touchdown. And then Blake Corum had a long one for 61 yards, which ended up being a touchdown. Like, Penn State's defense, run defense is... uh, Trash. Butterball poo. Like, I haven't seen numbers like that since I stopped playing NCAA college football on, the, <laughs> on PlayStation. <laughs> like, 
Like that's some video game numbers right there. That's ridiculous. You gave up and I'll pull it this. Even if we take away the quarterback, right? And the mm-hmm. third string running back, because I mean, that was like 22 yards. Yeah, sure. But you gave up over 300 yards to two different backs and two touchdowns to each of them. Either one of those solo performances is a, a game performance. On 28 rushing attempts and then 16 rushing attempts, like they cutting their asses up. Like that is pitiful. I'm sorry. Like for the rank 10 team and you telling me like, I'm not saying like you need to be balling on Michigan, but like you're giving up over 300 yards to two players in the backfield. That's that's sad. Just think about how to give them props. Think about how more uglier this game could have been. Where at the first quarter, Michigan kept driving and Penn State's defense kept holding them to field goals. Imagine that's if those true. were touchdowns. This this could have been a sixty to seventeen game if Penn State's defense wasn't holding in the beginning. That's why I could say frauds. These <laughs> those niggas are frauds. Like, I know I'm talking shit now, and they could very well have a close game against us. But this, like after that, them niggas are frauds. Oh, I mean, we have we have pretty good running backs as well. We're just gonna have to run because I mean, if you can run like that on them, there's no reason to. Like McCarthy only threw 24 times for only 145 yards. Didn't even have a touchdown. Had an interception though. <laughs> he had a pick six. Yeah, if you take that away, shit, their offense was dookie. Yeah, they will. Yeah, because yeah, it. It was something because they scored on a one-yard run, they scored on a 47-yard pick six, and they scored on a field goal. That was it. And the two touchdowns were in the second quarter. Yep. Michigan had their way. We saw that was our time seeing two teams that were going to be playing play against each other. And when I'm watching, I'm just like, all right, well, we know what we're going to have to see at the end of November in terms of the running backs. I am not looking forward to that game. Like, I... Yeah, trust our run defense, but over 418 yards is powerful. Well, now going through the way, as long as they don't shit the bed, Michigan's going to be more likely undefeated now when they play against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we don't get the Penn State undefeated thing, but if everyone stays course, we'll get Michigan undefeated. And we're going to be leading up to that because October is almost over. And then. If we're both undefeated, that game's an elimination game. Yes, it is. Both man teams in the East going at it. Which happened if last only, year. We just if only we were in the SEC. <laughs> if only we were in the SEC, it wouldn't even matter. We'd be like, yeah, eh, well, we lose. We go to number four. It's cool. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, because we're both in. Unfortunately, since Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan State are all in the East, only one of us can represent the Big Ten title game. The other one's going home, so. It's just the way it is. So yeah. we're going along to Michigan. We gotta take care of business though. Can't look ahead. We already talked about Iowa, then we'll go talk about Michigan State next week. I mean Penn State. Yeah. Yeah, Penn State. I'm sorry, next week. Thank you. So that was a twelve o'clock game. Uh three thirty, before we get to the SEC showdown, there was another big game. Uh TCU Oklahoma State. Oh TCU pulling it out in double. Overtime after coming back in the second half and TCU, I didn't think they'd win two emotional games back to back. I really didn't. I had Oklahoma State winning this. I think Byron had TCU on the last one we did. Yeah, so kudos to you, man. I just didn't think they were emotionally ready for that. And 
That's a big win for them because they are currently the number eight team in the country and they're undefeated. Yes, sir. After that performance against Kansas, I was a big believer in the TCU Horn Frogs. I like when we were like score watching, I was like, ooh, TCU's down a half. I don't know if they're going to come back, but their defense really stepped up in the fourth quarter. They didn't allow Oklahoma State to score at all in the fourth quarter. Like if Oklahoma State had got a field goal, TCU may have not won, but TCU, man, they're they're looking good. They're already to prove some things. They also have a game that will pick some a winner in that. They have a big game against number 17, Kansas State. Yes. That'd be three, technically four emotional games in a row. They were remember they burst onto the scene when they shellacked Oklahoma, who was 18 at the time. Then number 19, Kansas, eight Oklahoma State, and now number 17, uh, Kansas State. Cedric, do you have anything you want to say about the TCU-Oklahoma uh, State game? Both teams looked really good, and TCU pulling that out. Man, TCU always fresh, man. Love the mm. jerseys. That, yeah, that's true. That's true. That was true on that. Well, main event of the weekend. We've been talking about this game for a month. Number three, Alabama Crimson Tide. Number six, Tennessee Volunteers in Tennessee. We got to watch the game together. I don't, I mean, it's the game of the year right now. And who wants to start, man? <laughs> this is just an open. Who wants to say something about this game? I'll go first. Go ahead. If you guys don't believe the things we have been saying, on any of our podcasts, you probably should because nine times out of ten, it's coming true. Last month, we said Tennessee could upset Alabama, and then Tennessee went out, upset Alabama. And we picked them officially last week. And we had picked them officially last week. They they upset Alabama. There's no way to no else way to say it. <laughs> Cedric, what do you want to say about before we get into the stats and the boring stuff? What do you want to say about this game? Man, that game. So happy to see some justice being served out here. Nick Saban didn't have enough money. And the only thing I got to say. (laughs) Yes, Rocky Top. (laughs) Don't hit us with a copyright when this goes up, YouTube. (laughs) <laughs> but no in all in all seriousness though this game is literally what college football is all about mm-hmm. the ups the downs the emotions of the crowd the whole state coming behind this team basically the whole nation besides alabama coming behind this team and cedric i know i agree I think we still have the best offense in the country just because of also our running backs and all that. But Hyatt and Hooker have something to say about this now. (laughs) And, you know, that dude is true. Okay. Hyatt is a fucking savage. Like, I can't even cap. I can't. I really can't. They have a good receiving core out in Tennessee. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll give them that all day long. Their running backs aren't that special, but hey, not. them motherfuckers catch that ball. And this dude 
Hooker be airing it out like that's mm-hmm. man. You know, my say I love it. Air that motherfucker out. Like, but this man really had six receptions. <laughs> yep, over touchdowns. Like, if that's not the biggest middle finger to Nick Saban, like, I don't know what is. It's like your defense cannot stop me. Like, I'm scoring when I catch this rock. Just so you know. I mean, the first quarter, Tennessee, every possession scored a touchdown. Like, first possession, touchdown. Mm-hmm. In a minute 58. Then their next possession, Hyatt to Hook. I mean, Hooker to Hyatt. A minute. Then another one, a Hyatt one. In a minute. They were scoring quick. That second quarter is when Alabama started to come back because they scored more field goal, touchdown field goal. And there were just so many plays. That fumble in the fourth quarter, we thought it was over. When Alabama mm-hmm. started making their comeback, we're like, oh, it's over. When they took the lead, we thought it was over because we talked about it. This is what Saban does. He'll be in these big games, and all he has to do is weather that storm, and he knows his team is going to come through. Byron, I know you were getting extremely mad about Tennessee's defensive line because there were multiple times where they could have changed the game and sacked Bryce Young, and they did not. Bryce Young, he played phenomenal. 35 for 50, 52 throwing the ball, 455 and two touchdowns, but he kept escaping, escaping. I remember that sidestep one. I thought you were going to punch something. I was in Cedric's house, so I, I didn't want to punch anything. But <laughs> Tennessee's defense is... We said Penn State's defense was trash, but Penn State's defense, not Penn State's, Tennessee's defense is, oh boy, they gave up like over 569 total yards, which is wild, like 455 passing yards from Bryce Young, but man, they need to work on defensive pressure, because that D-line was not getting to Bryce Young. There was, like you said, there was a couple of times where they could have sacked him, and did not, and Bryce Young would just like sling that rock and get like twenty plus yards on a catch. But man, they Tennessee weathered the storm though. Cedric, there was times in the fourth quarter when it got when Alabama got that uh, fumble return. The next thing you're like, oh, they're going straight to Hyatt, and that was a six, <laughs> and that was a boom to Hyatt that thirteen. And then when Tennessee's defense held Alabama to that field goal attempt, and they missed. And Byron, you said overtime. Cedric, oh, no. Tennessee's going for the win. And Cedric, you called it. They went boom, boom for the win. You called that correct, man. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I was saying, I was like, I don't think they can beat them in overtime. I, yeah. Because their defense got a good stop. That's where you got to kill it. Like, mm-hmm. McGrath, that man, all game, there's a lot of questions. I know if he point. was going to make that field goal because he missed that extra point. Mm-hmm. He banged that shit in. I was like, that's a hero right there. That's your hero moment, McGrath. And this isn't even like we're talking about scoring like 50 plus points on some of these teams that we play like Toledo and all that. This was 52 on Nick Saban. Which is surprising because Nick Saban's defense is way better than giving up 52 points to anybody so that just shows you how powerful Tennessee's offense is just to get 52 points like Cedric said um, 
high at six receptions, 207 yards, and five touchdowns. He was busting <laughs> Alabama SEC record, I believe. Oh, I yeah, know. bro. Oh, you know it. <laughs> the like, cornerback defensive backs, how are you guys doing? Welcome to <laughs> – you guys have all noticed. I'll be watching y'all asses now. Y'all was getting – Busted out there, man. Y'all was reminding me of some good Sean Wade defense. <laughs> I know we have yeah. I know ESPN has the you got moss segment, but I really feel like Cedric has needs to have like an L7C you got smoked by like corners getting smoked and he highlights which corners are getting smoked across. Oh bro, branch battle. All y'all got hit up from one at least. I think Arnold got hit from one too. Yeah, y'all thought I wasn't watching man. I know branch is salty because branch had a good tackle on it, a good stop, but you can't stop Hyatt. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's, but that's so disrespectful. The fact that it's one guy, too. One, one guy. One, one receiver. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, y'all niggas need to get it together. Like, <laughs> if I'm Nick Saban, I'm furious. I'm looking at you like, what do I, like, honestly, at this point, within, I, yeah, what do I pay you for? <laughs> like, what am I paying you for? Why are you here? You know who they're throwing the ball to. You know your number's about to get called up. He's been catching the ball all damn night. Like, when he caught the last one, I was like, I don't know how you don't know he's, he's there, who they're throwing oh, the ball to. Don't get Byron started on those ones. <laughs> like, they, they've been calling been triple them, team and man. In by the third TD. Right, <laughs> right. Like, they've been calling his number all night. Like you knew your ass was on candy camera. <laughs> like I don't know what they were thinking. That sixty yard one in the fourth quarter when he just burnt them all. I was like, oh my god! And and Hooker flung. He's like. He's like, Hyatt even down there. Hyatt's just past the dude. He's already <laughs> ran past him. <laughs> Bro, Hyatt had a long one for a 78. His longest catch was 78 yards. I would have put double team him after that. <laughs> I would have took whoever's, whoever was on that. Like, all right, son, you're good. Go ahead, have a seat on the bench. There's <laughs> like, matter of fact, just go into the tunnel. We'll tell him <laughs> you got hurt. It's okay. You don't need to come back, actually. Matter of fact, you got to find your way home. We ain't giving you a ride back. <laughs> I, I was getting nervous because, like, things, which I hate when announcers bring this type of stuff up, when they're like, Hooker hasn't thrown a pick all year. Of course, he throws the first one against Alabama. They score off that. I'm like, oh, my gosh. They were the ones who had the fumble, too. And I'm like, oh, great. Bryce Young's not throwing picks. They're not fumbling. They're going to lose. Because I really sat there. I'm like, man, Bryce Young has the ball. Last year, me and Cedric were together. We watched that Auburn game where Bryce drove it from the one and basically won the Heisman that day. Drove it from the one and got the win. I was like, this is going to be Auburn all over again. But the defense came, they came through. That nigga is smooth. I can't even hate on oh, him. Oh, no. He's. I really can't. Like, and, and I tried so hard too during that game. I was like, man, someone hit this nigga, please. Like, someone <laughs> has to hit this dude. Because, like, this is ridiculous. Like, the way he's moving around. Especially the one with the little touch pass, the little sidestep jump pass. Like, yeah, you thought this man just one. pulled up a jumper. It was just like, mm, dropping it in mm-hmm. right here. But this dude really threw the ball 52 times. Mm-hmm. This is college football. Folks, I know in the NFL, 52 probably isn't a whole lot. But even in the NFL, 52 is a fucking lot of times to air that ball out. Like, don't get me wrong. Fancy football. I appreciate when you air that motherfucker out. That lets me know. We in PPR. My guy's got a chance. But this is college football. Normally, you see a lot more running. He Which is. the running back was Gibbs was really good. 24 carries under three yards. Three I know. touchdowns. I yeah. know. But this dude really threw 52 times. 455 yards. That's fucking ridiculous. 
this just this game was just phenomenal, man. I mean, Hooker himself, he only threw 30 times, 385, five touchdowns, one pick. Like, there's nothing more you can say about it. The crowd storming, like the Tennessee fans celebrating, taking the goalposts around town. Like, I hope they return that. They need that for this week. <laughs> That game is going to, we're going to get to the rankings at the end of the episode and we go through the playoff brains again. But that game has put a lot of people on notice. I mean, Hooker's up there in the Heisman now. That's a Heisman moment. Hyatt's up there now. Hyatt just increases draft stock because you already know there's NFL teams now like, oh, he's like that. As Byron yelled, he is him. He, bro, five, man. Just an amazing performance. Like, I thought Marvin Harrison Jr. was the best wide receiver because of all his athletic mm-hmm. catches and touchdowns he's had. Man, I I think uh, Hyatt might want to be letting the call up after that. Bro, I ain't even going to lie. Like, until that game, I thought Tillman was their best receiver. That's mm-hmm. what, yes. Yes. Like, I remember when we talked, shout out to Aki, because Aki's been, Aki's been, been uh been on the Tennessee mm-hmm. launcher. I'm still waiting for them them white overalls, my brother. I know you are <laughs> gonna edit this. Wear with pride. But I mean I mean he was told that's about Tillman. I think there was another receiver. And then this guy, Hyatt comes out of like nowhere, five fucking touchdowns off of six catch. That's fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. So they've put the world on notice for people who haven't watched Tennessee. They had the biggest stage and they took down Goliath. But then mm-hmm. you go to another game that was happening at 3.30 and a little bit smaller, but still North Carolina State Wolfpack and Syracuse. Syracuse coming out on top 24-9. to nine. They're undefeated. And the reason we're highlighting that because they're in a big game this weekend. They're one of the big games this weekend against Clemson, who was also undefeated. Who are they both on the same side of the ACC? which now this game has big college playoff implications. Yeah, I was not expecting Syracuse to come out and win this one. I think I picked NC State on the last podcast, but Syracuse said, man, we got a destiny with Clemson. We got to put NC State away, and they They did. didn't look ahead. They didn't look ahead. And then you go to the night game, Utah, USC. I know we talked about going back and forth with this. And USC was winning the whole game until Utah sat there and said, we are not going out like this. Yeah, TCU, <clears throat> I mean, not TCU, excuse me, Utah, Utah. outscored USC 15-7 in the fourth quarter. The reason why they won, because on the last touchdown, they went for a two-point conversion, which I... I'm always iffy about two-point conversions. I thought they were just going to go with the tie and go in overtime, but they said, we put this game away, and they did. USC got an extra possession after that, could not score, um, and Utah won. Cedric, imagine this, because, who you know, I'm about to cuss out Lincoln Riley just because. But just imagine, Cedric, imagine you're Caleb Williams. You throw five touchdowns, zero picks, and you lose. I'm yep. upset. 
Like, what are you? 381, five TDs, zero picks, and you're going home. You lose. I'm upset. I, I don't. Look, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing. It's a. I'll play like this. If I'm Caleb Williams, I'm looking at my defense like, yo, I did my part. <laughs> what did y'all niggas do? That's that's true, and that's just crazy because I mean I didn't think USC was going undefeated. Lincoln Riley is always good for one or two losses a year. That's not that's that's the thing, but that changes things because now, which is another big game, Cedric. Your UCLA is number nine in the country. They control the Pac-12 right now. Love to see it. So now they got a big game. I'd love to see it. Yes, they do. So now with the new rankings, which we did get one, we did say Michigan and Tennessee would go up. They didn't jump Ohio State, which that is fine. We wouldn't be surprised if they did, but they didn't. Uh, Ohio State got 17 first plays, but Tennessee got 15. So it's fine. So the new top four right now, Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan. Let's talk about the top four having two SEC East teams and two Big Ten East teams right now. Love to see it. And then you got Clemson at fifth. Bama dropped, dropped to six. We said there'd be no way in hell they'd be ahead of Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson if they all won. So they're at six. Old Miss at seven, seven and oh, TCU eight, UCLA nine, Oregon ten. That rounds off the top 10. USC dropped all the way to 12. Penn State dropped all the way to 16. And yeah, those that rounds it out for notable. So then you go to the big games of this weekend. Let's keep it with UCLA. It's number nine versus number 10. I thought Oregon was left for dead when they got smoked by Florida. Or was it Georgia who they got? No, it was Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah, they got smoked at the beginning of the year, and they've just rattled all five straight wins quietly, the number 10 team against UCLA, the number nine team. <laughs> Cedric, I'll start with you because UCLA, how do you see this game going and who do you got in this one? Man, I, I, I got to go with the Bruins. They show me things, man. Okay. Chip Kelly and that offense, they're doing, they're doing all right. I got I gotta hope that they do well, right? Like mm-hmm. I love I love UCLA basketball. So mm-hmm. I mean, hey, let's see what UCLA football and plus I want I love to see like the power, right? Mm-hmm. Like we know they're coming to the Big Ten. That's true. That's if USC can't win some shit, then damn it, UCLA, it's up to you. I, I like that. Byron, who you got in this one? This is number nine versus number ten. Like these weeks are really starting to pick up now as we're getting closer and closer to November. Yep, nine versus ten. The winner of this controls their destiny in the Pac-12 because it will be the number one ten, number one team in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna have to go with UCLA too. Like I'm just looking over their stats; like they're pretty much even. But I believe in UCLA quarterback more than I do Bo Nix from Oregon because at Auburn he wasn't really showing me things. So, agreed, agreed. But also, like I also like UCLA's running back Zach Charbonnet. He's he's good. Currently, right now, um, Oregon is a six-point favorite. This is interesting, too, because Chip Kelly, obviously, he made his name at Oregon. 
And mm-hmm. now he's finally got his his players at UCLA, and they're really doing things. But they just beat Utah. Before that, they beat Washington. They've played top teams in a row. I mean, both need it. I'm going with y'all. The L7C clean sweep. I'm taking the cool UCLA, and if they win this, the final, the rest of the country will be on notice because, you know, Pac-12 games are late. But this game's on at 3.30. It's the game right after us. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so the rest of the world will be on notice there. Want to quickly go a bounce? I don't. I don't know if you want to make it the number twenty-four team in the country. <laughs> your bounce back, but Alabama plays Mississippi State, the number twenty-four team in the country. Uh, currently, right now, Alabama is a twenty-one point favorite. This is back in Tuscaloosa, seven p.m. ESPN. How does Alabama bounce back in this game, Byron? Better defense. Not getting burned by wide receivers. Like, if the quarterbacks get burned against Mississippi State, I Alabama's not making it to the playoffs. Man, shit, them quarterbacks, they, them, huh, if they get burned, them cornerbacks ain't making it out of the stadium. Oh, yeah, because they, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're in Tuscaloosa. You know those fans know where they live. Yeah. Crimson Tide for a reason, bro. That's red. They bleed you guys out over that shit. Mm-hmm. To who you got, Byron? I'm going to take Alabama for the bounce back game. I feel like they're going to come out with a vengeance because they lost to Tennessee and now they feel like they have to prove something even though they only lost one game. But you know how Nick Saban thinks. He don't like them losses. I, I Cedric, who do you got? I mean, I agree with Byron. I think I think Alabama's trying. I, mean, I think they're gonna try and kill Mississippi State. That's yeah. Let's say I, I'm going Alabama. It's just Mississippi State. You're very unfortunate to be on the other side of Bama just now losing, yeah, this, and this they're back at good. home in front of their fans. Nick Saban literally going to empty his whole savings and his kids' trust to tell these refs, listen. Ain't no fucking way we're losing <laughs> this game. Like, I will have your lives on a platter. You'll be coaching Little League football if I lose this fucking game. Or you'll be <laughs> refing Little League football if I lose this fucking game. Oh, man. And Bryce Young's going to be on his shit, too. Yeah, he might have five touchdowns by halftime. Because dude had a fucking amazing game and they lost. Yeah. You know what's crazy, though? Hmm. Mississippi State's quarterback, mm-hmm. Rodgers, has 2,324 passing yards, 23 touchdowns, and four interceptions. Uh, I don't know if it's looking well for Alabama's quarters. Uh, I think they'll be. Nah, it's, it's like Cedric said. If they were, they're coming off a loss. That means they are going to be folk. Can you imagine what practice has been like for them this week? Oh, it's been hell. <laughs> <laughs> I have ideas. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'd be doing if I was saving. It was like, listen, y'all niggas running. So, coach, we're tired. I don't give a damn. Y'all, weren't, y'all sure as hell weren't tired to let that boy bust y'all asses this past weekend. Yeah. Like, ain't nobody going out. I don't give a damn. Y'all ain't seeing nobody. Y'all on straight punishment. Y'all grounded to the facility, to class, and back. That's it. Yeah, it's this is going to be bad. The last time Mississippi State won was their upset when they had a quarterback starting there by the name of Dak Prescott. 
That's true. That's true. I'm yeah, I'm gonna have to pay attention to this game. Kind of uh, see how fine. I'm gonna tell you right now, man. It's just gonna be over by halftime. I'm gonna tell you right. I'm telling you, Saban's gonna come in that <laughs> he's gonna come in that, that tied suit. Oh no, it's gonna be bad. I just gotta I just gotta see though. Okay. Have that video games ready for you by halftime because this is gonna oh, be, I mean, I'll be playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Saban. I'm, he I'm, said oh, turn on the PlayStation. It ain't gonna be pretty for Mississippi State. I'm oh, I'm feel bad for them. So we have that. Let's this game, which we didn't think would be. We got number five versus number fourteen, Clemson and Syracuse. Uh, even though we don't like them, which we'll get into that, Clemson needs to keep winning in the L7C's plans for, uh, you know, keeping the two SEC teams out the way it is currently. Our plans are going actually really well, but. Syracuse, they have a history of beating Clemson, mm-hmm. of being Clemson's one loss. Clemson's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. That quarterback from Syracuse threw two picks last time, and when I watched that Clemson defensive line on that Saturday night, I, I don't – that ain't the team. I think Clemson's going to take them out. What do y'all think? Ooh, I think Clemson – no, I'm not thinking upset because Clemson's quarterback is powerful. Like he, I've watched he's, him against he's better. Yes, NC State. He looked very good. Um, like the only time Clemson has really struggled this season was against Wake Forest, and that game was the back and forth of the year. Yeah, the former game of the year until Tennessee Alabama. I think Clemson. Will win this one now. Will they cover? I don't know, but I think Clemson is going to win this because I think Syracuse will give them a fight because I think the winner of this controls the ACC. Yeah, ACC um, Atlantic. So this game is going to be a good one to watch. Cedric, what are you thinking? I think Dabo. We'll have a plan ready. Okay. As much as I don't like the guy, gotta give respect to that team. Agree, agree, agree. Just last one before we go, a little playoff talk. Uh, Kansas State, Adrian Martinez, who's been in college since Obama <laughs> was president. <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> but he's balling. He's playing well. They're 5-1, and one, 17. They got TCU becoming another darling of college football. Currently right now, TCU is a three-and-a-half point favorite. Cedric, who do you have in this game? Man, I'm going to go with TCU, the Horn Frogs. I like their jerseys. Not to mention, like, I'm sorry, Martinez, but you got to go, bro. <laughs> like, I know people talk about doing, like, six-year senior, seventh-year senior. My guy, I know your professional degree is done for a fact. <laughs> like, if you haven't finished school, I'll play this. You do your thing, enjoy the games. But if I don't see your name as a doctor somewhere, then what the fuck have you been doing? <laughs> Byron. Uh, I'm going, I'm riding TCU, man, till the wheels fall off, man. They've very impressed me the last couple of games. I think they just have a better team than K 
Kansas State. I mean, oh, Kansas State's only lost one game. Um, but I don't trust Adrian Martinez from what I've seen in at him at Nebraska. So I'm taking TCU. I mean, TCU's got me ever since the Oklahoma game where they had the nerve to tweet out who's gonna get 62 first, us or Aaron Judge. Yeah, like, ever since they tweeted that out, I was like, oh, they're they're about this life. So I'm a, I'm gonna take TCU as well. So last thing, we got the current right. Also, just real quickly, Penn State. I mean, I love Muhammad Ibrahim. Y'all gotta beat Minnesota. Don't come in here to Columbus with two losses. Don't get on that little three game slide bullshit you guys do when you lose a game. Well, that's true. Muhammad Ibrahim, I believe, had a great game against Illinois, but they're the ABC night games. Yeah. Wait, Wait, Penn State is that a night game at Happy. Oh, they're oh oh oh. oh that is a night game at Happy Valley. <laughs> they're gonna be juiced up, but again, those two running backs were great. I don't know if either of them are better than Muhammad Ibrahim. So, no. what's he about to do to them? Ooh, uh, well, whatever he wants, because Penn State doesn't have a run defense. Not even now. I got to because if I remember his his uh, stats are Ibrahim has six hundred ninety four <laughs> yards at nine TDs. <laughs> Oof, we'll see. We will see on that. But real quickly, so with Alabama losing. Um, they're six and one. Obviously, everyone doesn't want two SEC teams because the thing has been: you go to the SEC championship game, both of you are undefeated. You both get in. That's just been the thing. What the past five years? Mm-hmm. Because other conferences, they've taken a one-loss non-SEC champ over one-loss other champs. So things are currently going. If Ohio State, Michigan are both undefeated, one of them is going to get in as a conference champion. Tennessee and Georgia still have a date. They still have a date. Whoever wins that is going to be yeah. in control of the SEC East. Yes. Yon, I mean, everyone knows I am a Georgia hater. I did apologize <laughs> last year, though. <laughs> Are you but, really about to hate on them right now after apologizing? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not because I feel like that game is going to be very different than the Alabama-Tennessee game just because Tennessee – Georgia's defense is better than Alabama's, but Georgia's offense is not better than Alabama's offense. So it's going to be best on best. So that'll be interesting, but that's a game. Obviously, Alabama can just get right back to the SEC championship. game. All they got to do is win out. However, the team underneath them, Old Miss, is number seven. So like I was saying, it all depends on how much you believe in Lane Kiffin. I know it's a... Because they could go out and lose this week to LSU to my family. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Southern, the Southern Brian Kelly. Yeah, that is Southern. So they could lose to them. Catholic, not Catholic Brian Kelly. And then you got TCU and UCLA running up like. So obviously in November with those games, if everything stays course, they're going to be huge. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love for. I'd love for Tennessee to get to the SEC championship game. I know in recording the NFL pod with Justin, he wants Tennessee-Alabama rematch in the SEC championship game. 
No, that's too dangerous. Uh, no. <laughs> we cannot give Alabama another chance to get to the playoffs. So Ole Miss, I mean, Ole Miss has to take them out. I know. Right, all, all Alabama has to do is win. I know. Yeah, you mean? I mean, you have to believe in Lane. Ole Miss is the only team left on Alabama's schedule that can stop them from that's getting the, only, the SEC championship. See, that's game. the only way they ain't getting nowhere is if they got two losses. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. how funny that would be. Um, yeah. yeah. Like old man Saban, I'm talking to you directly. You know uh-huh. how funny it will be if y'all somehow lost twice and you know your money can't buy your way in. That um that happened the year LSU went when 2019, where it's funny too. Every time I think Alabama's gonna have two losses, I'm like, this is the year we need to win. Because then we don't have to see their asses. Mm-hmm. But they I mean, because they had two because Tua got hurt and then they had the shootout with LSU. But they could they could have two losses, Andrew. They could. I mean, it, it's really on Old Miss because I Byron thinks Mississippi State is going to try and do something. I think they're going to get boat raced. No, I know they're going to get boat raced, but I just want to see what Will Rogers does because he's been having an amazing season so far. So I just want to see like how he fares against those cornerbacks. That's all I want to see. I know uh, Mississippi State better get boat raced. I know that for a fact <laughs> because. Ellis, I mean, Alabama might have a trap game because they got 24 Mississippi State. They got LSU November 5th. You know, LSU, if they make that at night, 8 p.m. Is it LSU or It is at LSU. Death Valley. Death Valley. If they make that a night game. I don't know, man. I'm only saying that because that's the game before Ole Miss. Because they might be looking ahead. Because after Ole Miss, they don't play anyone. They play Austin Perry and Auburn. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like this this stretch, like I said on the previous podcast, I don't think Alabama's getting – this is the stretch. Like did you say two schools or did you say one school? No, Austin Perry is one school and then Auburn. Okay. I th- that's what I was like, Austin Perry and Auburn. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> sounds no. like an insurance firm. Yeah, that does. So. <laughs> but we're, we're in it now. like. So we're gonna have to see. Well, once we get to November, Ole Miss, you guys gotta keep winning, bro. Lane, don't get on your woozy shit, bro. Just have your team keep winning. There Ole Miss has people. to be LSU. Yeah, and LSU, they played well. When they we played. Them. Yeah, they have played well their last couple of games. So mm-hmm. uh, that's mm. LSU. Please, please don't mess <laughs> us up. <laughs> Like, and then let's, I mean, then if UCLA wins, they might jump Ole Miss. They might be at seven. If you beat number 10. Especially if Ole Miss struggles against LSU and unranked LSU, then definitely UCLA will jump them if they win. I'm going to say, man, yeah, so it's. We're in there. We are in there. We just know we're watching it because we got to watch it as the L7C podcast. But any Buckeye fans, just worry about the Buckeyes. We'll worry about everyone else. Because once y'all start (laughs) chirping, it starts getting bad for us. Let us do do the scenarios. Well, I feel like you're talking to some people specifically. Oh, you damn well know I am. 
I, I saw some reckless things and text messages and Twitter. Someone tried to tell me there was going to be four SEC teams in Twitter. I was like, no, stop. Four SEC teams? Who hmm. the fuck said that? <laughs> it was college football Reddit. Oh, see, that's your oh. problem right there. Like, what is you listening to them for? <laughs> I was casually scrolling. They're like, man, get ready for a one-loss Tennessee, one-loss Alabama, one-loss Georgia, one-loss Ole Miss, all make the playoffs. I was like, that is literally mathematically impossible. When it comes to these college football playoffs, stuff, man, I'm that guy on election day who's trying to count the electoral votes. Like, I'm like, bro, that ain't right. No. So you do that Trump mad at? Oh, come on, chill. Sam's going to be mad at you. Same as like the fucking NCAA Trump. He'd be calling you. I was like, no, recount them votes. No, because I really sat there. I was like, where are you? That's that's impossible. Because two of them have to play each other in the SEC championship game. All right. Crazy. But anything else, y'all? Buckeyes are going to score probably 60 points. So, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I'm trying to think of what would be the game of the week. I think TCU Oregon. Not a lot of people UCLA, get to see Oregon. UCLA, yeah, UCLA. I'm sorry. Yeah, UCLA Oregon. Not a lot of people get to see like top ten Pac-12 games in the middle of the day. That's, That's true. That's a good point. But then again, knowing all that, they may play like poo. That ooh, that'd be bad. <laughs> because remember, like our three o'clock, three thirty is what there's what noon. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Man, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. But with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. Make sure you like, rate, comment, subscribe. We are actually getting close to our 300th episode. Ooh. So we're getting close to that. And shout out to he's not on this one because he didn't want to run his mouth. Aki was the first on the Tennessee bandwagon, and then we all followed suit and we called it as Byron said, and like Cedric played the beginning, Rocky Top. And thank you, Tennessee. Your country owes you a great debt for taking out Bama that Saturday. That being said, the L7C podcast signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.